Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. Hello, and welcome back to Bloom. I'm Bridget, for those of you that are just tuning in, and for those of you that have been here just a little bit, welcome back. Um, you guys, when you listen to this, it is going to be the week that school starts back. So I know it seems unreal. I don't know where summer went. You know, I remember May, like it was yesterday and we were planning out what we were going to do over the summer with my girls talking about all the fun things we were going to see and, and squeeze in and it's August. It is back to school time. So anyway, we have been back to school shopping, which is always an adventure, My girls get so excited when they see all the back to school supplies at Target. And it's usually like the 4th of July when they're out. And I'm like, it's way too soon to start thinking about this stuff. But anyway, it's always a big time for them. Um, Shoot. I even love going back to school shopping. I love new notebooks. I love new pens, new clothes and shoes. It's just all those first day feelings with new stuff and, um, you know, just setting yourself up for a successful new year. So I get it. But as much as I love school supply shopping, I've really learned that um, those schools that do the school supply boxes, you just order it, it shows up in the classroom, boom, it's there. Whoever thought of that, you are an absolute genius. So kudos to you because that saves parents a ton of time. You order it back in May, it's there on Meet the Teacher Night, or it's there when they first, um, the first day of school. It is pretty great, but um, it is nice to go out. They like to still get a few things and um, just pick up new stuff. It's always a good time. But what always amazes me is how much they grow over the summer. Like in just a few months, you know, they just, they just get big. My mother-in-law and I were shopping for shoes for the youngest two. And we go into the store and the guy offers, he's like, Hey, I'm happy to get them measured before you all start looking and I thought, nah, I've got their sizes. I'm good. And I thought, what the heck? Let's just go ahead and get them measured and, and make sure. Well, I feel like a terrible mom because I've probably been binding their feet without knowing it because they were both like two sizes too small. I just told my mother-in-law, I'm like, this one's this size, this one's this size. And he measured their feet. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am, I'm terrible. But luckily they have been wearing flip-flops and um, open-toed shoes all summer. So hopefully they haven't been too cramped, but geez, I was way, way off. But a new school year's here. It is this week. I'm sure I'm going to be seeing lots of first day of school pictures. I always love looking at those, Um, but it's here, ready or not. So I hope all the students, if you're listening, all the faculty, all the teachers that are tuning in, all the staff, I hope you all have a great new school year. And that it's your best year yet. And um, I know the past few years have been a little difficult. So I really do hope that this is a great year for you guys. And to all those teachers that are taking care of our babies while us mamas are are at work or doing other things. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're, you're amazing. So keep it up. But today's episode has, has really nothing to do with back to school. It is, um, it could if back to school is something that's new for you. But today I want to talk about who our competition is. Maybe you are a new student at a new school, or maybe you're a new teacher who is fresh out of college. So this could apply to you. Maybe you're a new athlete that's just joining the team. Um, But it is easy to compare yourself 
and where you're at to somebody else that's your senior, that's that's comfortable, that's already in that position, that's already in that space. You know, someone who knows their way around the halls, knows their way around the classroom, or knows their way around the field. It is easy to think that in comparison to them, that you are underqualified, that you are not equipped. It's easy to think that you've got a lot of room to grow. You've got some catching up to do, but that's not actually the case. I used to think that I used to think that a lot. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I still think that sometimes (laughs) I do, but I used to think it all the time. I used to compare my chapter one to someone else's book too. And sometimes when we get in this space of growth, when we get in this space of, of really cultivating who we are, it's easy to look around to those that are near us and in the same space as us and to see everything that they're doing. And we can either get really discouraged, we get really jealous, or we feel like we're behind. So when we're just starting out at things, you know, I think about being a new mom, you know, I was an amateur And being a new mom for the first time, you know, you're learning as you go. You think that you know what you're doing. You want to know humility? Try having more kids. Because when you have more kids, they're going to prove to you that what you thought you knew is completely different because none of my four are alike. I have four girls. Every single one of them is different. Every single one of them required something different that I had to learn, that I had to adjust to as a new mom. So it's figuring that out as you go. There is no manual. There is no guidebook on how it's supposed to be. And just because you and your best friend have a baby at the same time, those journeys are not going to look the same. So today we're going to pay a little bit more attention to those times when we're in the thick of it. We're, we're growing and we're doing that thing, but yet we see somebody else and we're comparing ourselves to their journey. We're going to try and shift those thoughts to something a little bit more from a different posture of gratitude when it's actually happening. So to start off, I want you to think about, you know, something that you're doing, maybe you're doing something right now or something that you want to do something that you're about to do. And then I want you to think of somebody else that's doing something similar, somebody that you can relate to somebody that, you know, that's in that space that maybe you admire that you look up to. It could be somebody, you know, It could be somebody that you are really close to. It could be somebody that, as I said, somebody that you admire, somebody that you don't know that maybe you watch them from afar. Maybe you are connected with them on social media or you're connected with them through a business network. Think about who that individual is that you admire, that you're looking up to. I want you to think about what are those qualities? What are those aspects of what they're doing? What is it that you admire about them? How do you see them? Are they killing it? Are they hitting every mark or maybe they're not, you know, a lot of times from our lens, it looks like someone is absolutely crushing it. And in their opinion, they probably feel like they're failing. You know, maybe, maybe they're taking their time. Maybe they're going slow. Maybe they do have it all figured out. Maybe they, they don't have it all figured out and they're, they're back and forth and they're trying to, to navigate what this looks like. You know, it's so different when you're watching someone do something and you're actually in it and you, you yourself are the one that's doing it. It's completely different, but I want you to ask yourself, what does your journey look like? Where do you want to be? Then I want you to think about how do you get there? You know, maybe you want to run a marathon. Maybe you want to write a book or maybe you want to go back to school and get another degree, whatever it is. Think about 
what it is that you want to do and how you want to get there. Whatever it is, know that that thing that you're trying to do, that thing that you want to do is unique to you. Not anybody else. It's unique to you. Have people ran a marathon before? Yes. Lots. Has anybody written a book before? Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Anybody gone back to school after graduating, gone back and got another degree? All the time. But no one has done the things that you do, that you want to do with your experiences, with your knowledge and with your vision. No one. So doesn't it seem a little unfair to compare yourself to their journey, to their circumstances, their pace instead of your own? Yes, it does. One of my favorite garden quotes, and I have a lot, but one of my favorite garden quotes is, a flower doesn't think about competing with the flower next to it. It just blooms. It just blooms. It's that simple. You know, think about all the flowers that you know and that you can think of in your in your mind. List them out on a piece of paper. You know, which ones are your favorite? You know, roses are typically the favorite on Valentine's Day. Those are usually used for sending those to your sweetheart. But you know what my favorite flower is to get on Valentine's Day? And Jacob, if you're listening, he already knows this. I don't have to, I don't have to tell him because he's good. He already knows. But my favorite flower is tulips. I prefer tulips over roses on Valentine's Day. And there's so many other beautiful flowers out there. But I want you to remember that not everybody wants roses. So maybe you were created to be a tulip or a daisy. Maybe you were created to be something completely different, but you look at this rose and she's beautiful and she's bright and she smells good and everybody wants her. But maybe you're not supposed to be a rose. Maybe you're a tulip. I know this is kind of silly, but this is where I'm going. So bear with me here. (laughs) But we are alike in so many ways. And at the same time, we are opposite in so many ways, just as much as we are alike. And it doesn't mean that just because we're different or just because our story looks different, that it's not just as desired as somebody else's. So, What do we do when we find ourselves in the middle of this comparison game? We're comparing our journey to someone else's. You know, I don't want to share what works for me. It may not work for you, but I'm going to share what helps me when I start to do this. And my advice to you is just be aware of those moments. Catch yourself as it's happening. You know, stop yourself right then and there in that moment and give gratitude. And be grateful for your progress. Be grateful for their progress someone that you see, someone that you admire and look up to be grateful for that journey that they're on because that is their own unique story. And look at it as you have an opportunity to grow. You know, there's more things to learn. You know, think about all that you have ahead of you, but also at the same time, I want you to turn around and I want you to take a look at how far you come. You know, did you ever think that you would make it this far? Did you ever think that that thing that you're doing right now would actually be happening? Probably not. Be grateful for where you are. When we're grateful, that comparison, it fades away. It doesn't have a place in our story. 
And when we recognize that we're the author of our story, not anybody else, we get to decide. We get to decide what that looks like, not anybody else. It is always you versus you. You get to determine your own pace, whether that's fast or slow, or if it's easy, or if you're in let's go mode, you are in the driver's seat. I saw a big trailer. I've got some weird analogies today, but um, I saw a trailer of Sod going down the road the other day, and it was just loaded, this big semi-trailer full of Sod. And I'm going to use this as an example today, but you know, maybe think about your life, and maybe you're trying to grow new grass. And I remember when Jacob and I first got married, we had our first house that we owned, and he stripped the yard, killed all the grass, tilled it up, and he wanted to plant new grass seed. Of course, he did this in the fall, which was right before Halloween. You should have seen him. He had this string taping off the front yard, and he was standing out front yelling at all the kids that walked through the through the new grass because it just barely came up, kind of looked like a buzz cut, and it was just starting to come through. And he was trying to keep everybody off the grass, but it was a process for him. And I remember asking him, let's just sod it. It'll, it'll be done. It'll be instant. He didn't want to do that. He wanted to grow his grass. He wanted to grow from start to finish. He wanted that process. He wanted to do it. You know, and maybe, maybe you're trying to grow grass and your neighbor comes along and they put down sod and it's instant, instant green right away. You know, it's probably less than a day and you're over here. You're like, Jacob, you're still watering your grass. You're shooing the birds away, making sure they don't eat your, your grass seed. It's a process. You know, does that mean that your grass isn't going to be just as beautiful when it comes in? No, not at all. Good things take time to grow. But when we feed ourselves with this this mentality of instant gratification, we are robbing ourselves of joy in the process. We're robbing ourselves of that pride that we're going to feel when that grass comes in and you get to cut it for the first time with your lawnmower. You get to look back and you see the lines in the grass. You're robbing yourself of that. This is something that I needed to remind myself of today. I needed to tell myself that the work that I've been doing isn't a sprint. It's a marathon. You know, there may be sprints along the way from one checkpoint to the next, but overall it is a marathon and I'm in it for the long haul. I have to be committed. I have to be disciplined. I have to be grateful for where I'm going in this process. And in order to do that, in order to get across that finish line, I can't be worried about who's in front of me, who's up ahead, whose sneakers I'm looking at, who's behind me, who's on my heels. I can't be worried about my neighbor's lawn and how pretty and green it is or what they're posting on social media or what their timeline of completion is. It doesn't work that way. It is you versus you. No one else. It is your race at your pace. So you've got to be grateful for where you're at. Be grateful for where you are in this moment. You're not comparing yourself to anybody else. And there are so many times that I reach a certain place in my life and it feels hard and it feels uncomfortable and it feels unbearable and it feels like I just can't do it. But then I have to remember where I'm at when I look at it in this, in this light, when I look back and I think, golly, Bridget, dang, 
Look how far you've come. You know, this was a place that I once wished for, that I prayed for. There is a whole lot of gratitude in that, a whole lot of respect for the things that I've done, the things that I've pushed through, and you can do that too. So I hope that this spoke to you today and hope that it, it encourages you to be grateful for where you are today and to understand that it doesn't matter. You know, I think about I used to do pure bar a couple years ago and I'd had a C-section and these girls are putting their feet up on the bar. They're raising, they're touching their nose to their knees. And I'm like, just barely off the ground. And that's okay. Maybe you're barely off the ground too. Maybe your heads just come up and you can't even touch your knees. Maybe you touch your, your chin to your chest. Maybe that's all you can do. But you know what? That's all you can do. That's your limitation. That's your pace. So if this spoke to you, if you know somebody that this would speak to, send it to them. You know, encourage them on their journey. That was one of the best things about being in a community like that is because everybody didn't matter how many abs sit-ups I can do. It didn't matter what I couldn't do, what I could do. It was the people along the way that were encouraging me to continue. That's what matters in that process. And I believe when we do that, when we encourage others along that, along that journey, it's going to come back to you. You know, that goodwill is is cyclical. It, It comes back. So be that person that motivates somebody else to keep going. Be that person that shows gratitude and appreciation for where someone else is on their journey. And it's going to help you appreciate where you are on your journey. Okay. All right. I hope all of you who are going back to school, I hope you have a great first week back and hope I'll see you back again next week. And until next time, I will talk to you soon.